Being really, really consistent is super key. If you're consistent, that's how the listenership grows. That's what they come to expect. That constantly brings downloads up. Um, your guests come in, they value that more. Your guests promote it. I mean, there's it's an ecosystem that kind of plays within itself and it all bounces off. Insured Nomads proudly supports the new Nomad podcast. Insured Nomads for the evolution of insurance, for the revolution of travel. For all your travel, medical, and support needs, please visit our website at insurednomads.com. We support our location-independent community worldwide. Welcome to the new Nomad Podcast, hosted by Alan and Andrew of Insured Nomads. Join us as Alan and Andrew interview and explore the community of people and ideas that embody the nomadic spirit. Tune in to incredible discussions with thought leaders each week that will help you take full advantage of the cross-border remote work lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to the New Nomad Podcast. This is really a special episode for Andrew and myself. This is our annual anniversary, first anniversary, and we have Omar Mo joining us, who is actually the person behind the podcast that has made it as successful as it is. He helped train us, gave us support, counsel, technical assistance. Omar also has a fantastic podcast, The Nomadic Executive, uh, runs Nomadables. Uh, We're going to chat with him, and today you'll learn some of the ins and outs in case you decide to do a podcast. And also, I would suggest that if you were, you reach out to Omar for the same type of assistance we got. Now, the other great thing about having a podcast is having a great co-host, and I can't pick a better one than Andrew Jernigan. You know, just listening to him speak daily on our podcast makes me happy. Andrew, this is quite an accomplishment because we understand that most podcasts don't get very far unless they have the assistance from somebody like Omar. It's been a great time. We've learned a lot. What have you taken away from this podcasting season that we have had? You know, as we approach this next season we're about to launch into, and we look back on this last year. I want to thank those who are listening because that's the fun part about this is we get so much feedback and people that are saying, you know, yeah, this is great. So thank you if you're out there listening, sharing this, writing those reviews. Love it. And, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, the people we've had on, I've learned so much. And that's one of the privileged places as a podcast host is to get to have these sessions, to have people speak into our lives. Because before and after the recording stops, when it ends, those conversations sometimes continue. Wow, this is great. I get to do this. But we also get to introduce it to you, the listener. And so that's where it's fun to take it back. I think I've, I first met Omar in Clubhouse back when that existed. It still exists. But, you know, yes, I was in there today. I was in there today just kind of cleaning up my account. But that's where we originally met, I think. And this has been a good journey. It's going to be great having him on. And so you can all meet the producer behind the new Nomad. It's fantastic having the wizard and we're like uh, Dorothy and Toto going down that primrose path. Yeah, that's exactly it. So Omar, thank you once again. You've educated us quite a bit. Why don't you share with our audience, you know, your journey, but also how you develop what I think is also a tremendous podcast. And actually, I think it's almost, we're sister podcasts, the new Nomad and the Nomadic Executive, but you've shown us a lot. And I think a lot of people out here are going to listen and say, I'd love to start a podcast because I think I have a great community and something to share. I just don't even know how to start. Mm, Right. So I think one of the best ways to really 
really get started, not just with podcasting, but any sort of content creation in general, really comes down to finding where you best excel as a content creator, right? And your why behind it. Now, if you're someone that is an excellent writer, but and you want to start a podcast, but you feel like you would hate talking into a mic and would hate video or anything like that, there's no point of you starting a podcast, right? Go go and write blogs or start a blog or something. Sure. That's where you would excel. That's what you would enjoy. However, if you feel like you're someone that can that has a potential to have a good voice behind something or is more of a talkative person in real life than not, just enjoys banter with people, a podcast is the way to go. And starting a podcast... It really depends on if it's something that you just want to be a perfectionist and kind of put out there, you're going to take forever starting one, right? You're going to always find something new to do, something different to do. And you're never going to really take the time to be like, all right, I need to just put this product out and start working, right? Now, starting a podcast itself sometimes can be as simple as grabbing your headphones, your Apple iPods or whatever you use, connect them to your phone and just doing a small little recording. I remember the first podcast that I ever came out for the Nomadic Executive. Actually, right before that, I even had another iteration of a podcast and that first episode that I came out with I just kind of sat in my closet to kind of shorten the space uh, pulled out my phone attached my airpods to it and did a little 20 minute episode of just free rambling uh, that episode's long gone I don't know if it's still published out there somewhere <laughs> yeah. on the internet yeah <laughs> and if it is that's it's, it might be embarrassing to listen to and go back to but that was my first episode you know now was it the best was it what it is now was it did anyone even listen to it? I don't think so. I think maybe I had one random listener come in. <laughs> but I did the thing, right? And that kind of gave me momentum. That gave me initial momentum. And I figured things out along the way of how to do things. Now, if you're starting from scratch, I think the lowest effort path that you can take from A to B is obviously, number one, get a mic, right? Get a nice mic. People are listening to you for like 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half, however long you want to talk, 20 minutes, however long you want to talk. And if your quality sounds like the entire time, no one's going to want to listen to you. Exactly. So obviously get it. That's a good investment to have. Pay like a hundred bucks one time and just have a mic. Those things last for a long time. Once you have the mic in place, you want a podcast hosting site and a podcast hosting site. My personal favorite is Buzzsprout, which I can leave a link for in you guys' show notes, which is funny that I could say that because I rewrite you guys' show notes. Yes. So I'll go your link in there. So that's Buzzsprout. The Buzzsprout is an excellent one. It's it's a budget-friendly one and it tells you analytics and everything you really need to know. So that's the second thing, second part of the puzzle piece. Third part of the puzzle piece, probably the most important part of the puzzle piece, what are you going to talk about? What do you, and my suggestion is always, A, either what do you really enjoy or B, what you're really curious about and willing to learn more about, right? So if it's A, what do you really enjoy? I mean, you could talk about that for hours and anything that you don't know, you can fill in gaps with guests or research. And B, what do you really want to learn about? And I remember when I first started my podcasting journey about four years ago, I wanted to learn more about business. So that's what I dove into, right? And I became a student and eventually a teacher on my own podcast. That was a progression. So yeah, what do you want to talk about? Figure that out. And once you have the podcast hosting site, the mic, you want to fill out some of the technical details here, right? You're going to need a podcast cover art. You can get a graphic designer for that. You're going to need some show notes right now, some descriptions right now for the podcast. You're going to need some systems in place. You're going to need some audio editing software, some video editing software, but nothing too heavy. You can look this all up. You can ask me. You can go on YouTube. Really, there's a few things that you can do. And once that is all in place, and it's all just about putting in the systems, just putting episode out by episode. And you really helped us with also kind of having a format because if the format changes every time it, the listening audience kind of is, has an, kind of an issue following uh, and even those of us who've listened to our podcast you know we have a standard question that we ask folks because we're trying to also get different perspectives but talk a little bit about you know when you do a podcast very big help on not only format but having it prepared for each guest um 
just to let folks know, Andrew and I, before most podcasts, spend at least a half an hour to an hour, you know, doing some research on our guests, having some questions put aside. And then you even do even sometimes a pre-interview with your guests and what is is on the top of their mind that day. So it's not just a willy-nilly conversation. I'd love your feedback on how you prepare. So, I mean, there's a podcaster out there. I forget his name exactly. He's a really, really famous guy. It's slipping my mind right now. Perhaps. (laughs) exactly no 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 i'm here learning it's one of those things i want to start a podcast you get so many people saying i have all these guests don't you want to pay me to have these guests on your show and just the amount of people saying you know we should we can get you on shows give us a thousand bucks and we'll get you on shows unless you got somebody like omar on your side you know to kind of guide you through this you are let's get everything you know the services that you put out i vetted several folks in this industry before we said okay omar be our producer your team for the graphics all the other managed services that you do is just off the charts there's so much more than just recording something it's okay what are you going to do with it it's kind of like having a business card but never giving it out never going to an event it's or a website but never telling anybody the url you can have guests on you can record but if you don't have the next step and what would you say are some of those key next steps omar and there's a ton of different things you can uh, you create social well it's all about promotion right podcasts themselves they don't have algorithms behind what they do especially Apple Podcasts Apple Podcasts has a certain sort of algorithm that leverages reviews subscriptions and downloads but other than that what you really want to be doing is promoting it on other sites there's so many different paths right the fun part about a podcast is that you have to use elbow grease and if you have to use elbow grease to kind of get something going you can be super creative and think outside of the box of, on different ways because the internet is very vast and there's many different places you can go on right places that People don't even think about Reddit, Quora, going in and doing something now called a speak pipe episode, um, which I can explain in a little bit might be a really helpful strategy, but it's a more advanced level strategy here when it comes to podcasting. Putting content out on socials, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, really massive, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all these different places, really massive, drives a ton of traffic back to the podcast. We're just promoting it, constantly bringing it out there and being consistent. Being really, really consistent is super key. If you're consistent, that's how the listenership grows. That's what they come to expect. That constantly brings downloads up. Um, your guests come in, they value that more. Your guests promote it. I mean, there's an ecosystem that kind of plays within itself and it all bounces off of each other and at its centerpiece is the video and audio that you guys create by coming on here being consistent alan what was your question before that yeah it was really about is the formatting when you built your format for the nomadic executive and of course we put a lot of thought into the format of the new nomad podcast you know there's right. different formats out there you know maybe a couple of different suggestions for our audience on the different formats but also how you built your format and or do you just sure. amble in into it because I think a lot of people don't know is should I have guests should I do this or that you were really helpful yeah, yeah. with us helping with our format sure it's, so it's really dependent right the format doesn't have to necessarily be like one specific format we know what works because we tested this and we've seen other podcasts and researched this for a long time and we know what basic formats just generally work and capture people's attention in interview and solo style episodes but it first depends do you want to do an episode by yourself or do you want to do an episode with guests or a co-host or whatever first what direction are you going to take it most most people 
when it comes to podcasting take the guest route, right? They'll be sit down by themselves on the podcast and then they'll have a guest come on and they'll have a conversation back and forth. And that's usually how it goes. And it's super easy that way, especially for a beginner, because you're not having to kind of put together all this content in your head or pre pre planned content, or you just vibing with a person back and forth and having conversation about a topic you both love and it just naturally comes out, right? You couldn't have an easier 45 minutes creating content of video and audio at scale without a guest. So in that format, the format that we've seen that works pretty much the best that holds attention the best is this. You start the thing off with an intro piece, right? It kind of, it hooks, it snaps right away. Something high energy comes in. Someone wants to listen to it for a little bit. And that after that intro piece passes and you've kind of captured their attention in those first one, two, three minutes, then you switch off to what we call an offer piece. Now, an offer piece doesn't necessarily have to be you're selling anything. It can be something as simple as, hey, guys, please go ahead, leave us a review. It would be awesome. Come back to us. Or if you if you really like us, hit the subscribe button. Anything is a call to action of some kind, right? Or, hey, come check out our website. We're sure nomads. If you're in need of any sort of travel insurance or, or it could be even a lead magnet, like I remember sitting yesterday with your coworker, Krista, and we were talking about this at scale. We were talking about lead magnets, and we are talking about how there are things that can entice people to want to leave their email in by giving them value, right? And we came up with an idea of like an ebook for top 10 travel destinations or top 10 ways to stay safe during traveling, right? Things like that. Something that, that That's something else that you could promote in that offer segment in the format, right? So anything that, any sort of call to action you want in the offer piece. Then after that offer piece, then it goes into client intro, the offer piece. Then we have the sort of voice, the professional voiceover. I think this adds a nice touch to any sort of podcast you have. And you can really have fun with that one, like depending on what the vibe of the podcast is, right? So you guys, I think has a South African voice, if I'm not mistaken. It has this, I remember it just has a nice African music in the background of South African. And that really just, it adds a smile on people's faces, right? Um, There are podcasters out there that change voice. So I remember, I know this one podcaster that hired a voiceover actor to work with his podcast full time that would change the voiceover every single podcast episode, right? And make it come up with something and be like, oh, and introducing Pat Flynn, right? So uh, there's so many different ways they can play with it, but it's there to put a smile on your audience's face. Now they're hooked. You got a smile on their face. There's a nice little crescendo coming up. And then this is where you actually deliver the goods, the podcast itself, right? So in the podcast itself, you have the whole nine yards. This is also where you can put something like in the middle of the podcast, you can put something where that you would like to promote, sure. right? And ideally, if your audience is listening to you about halfway through the podcast, they're almost guaranteed to go and check out whatever you're pushing, right? Because they trust you enough, they're loyal listeners, 45 minutes with them, and they're really invested in you. A lot of your recurring listeners will be going that far, sure. right? So they'll put trust in you. I'm sure, I'm not sure if you guys have had this happen to you, but people reach out all the time saying thank you or hey, how you doing? Or I love your show or anything like that. Perhaps they want to be a guest. I mean, there's just people that reach out like that all the time. That's right. right. So correct. Um, yeah. So it's these people are like legitimate loyal listeners. You won't have people on Instagram saying, hey, I've been going and following your Instagram account for two years. Hi, how are you? That's just another photo on their feed. These guys are like listening to you, right? They know you. They feel like they're part of your family. It's something that you kind of cherish and you kind of build up. So you have your podcast, your main goods, 
and you, that's where you deliver the juice. You have a conversation with somebody and a lot of that comes with being charismatic hosts like yourselves. A lot of that comes with also having a charismatic guest and, and when there's banter back and forth and some information, some value being passed, that's really, it blows it out of the water. Then you have that, then the middle goods and then you end with the outro piece. We're just kind of covering and kind of wrapping it up, seeing what you learned today. Uh, maybe your final question, which I love. The, the final question thing is a really great way. I've had so much great feedback, not only from my podcast, but from my client's podcast saying, that final question just always kills it for us people. I've had a guy that reached out to me because I forgot to say the final question once on a podcast episode. And he's like, why didn't you do the final question this week? Why didn't you do it? And I'm like, sorry, man, I totally forgot. I promise I'll do it for you next week. I promise. Um, So shout out to that guy if you're listening. That's great. So uh, yeah, people love those final questions because it just gives so much. It's the one anchor of that podcast episode that kind of gives people different perspectives from different people, but of the same thing. Gotcha. Right. And it shows how diverse, especially on a nomadic podcast like ours, you see people from all around the world talking about the same thing. Yeah. So it's a cool way to end the podcast. Then after that question, then you have the outro piece kind of summarizing everything. And then from there, I suggest throwing the offer piece in again. It can be the same offer piece that you put in the beginning. Just to kind of remind people if they didn't do it in the first, in the beginning, if they didn't do it in the middle, then it's coming at the end of the episode when the episode's over, just to remind them one more time. And then from there, you end with the voiceover and tell people to come in next time. And that's it. That's the format that we like to follow. And that's the format we've seen the most success with. You know, Omar, the thing that's interesting about this is is, uh, just a couple of things. When I listen to the podcast when it's been produced and then released. I learned mm-hmm. something, even though I was participating in the recording of the podcast. I don't know how many times you listen back, you say, that was a great conversation. But the second thing is the feedback I get, and this is maybe a little advertisement for having a co-host, is a lot of people really like the fact that Andrew and I enjoy needling each other a little bit. And there's there's some laughter and comedy. And you know, it's not the same old thing. And one of the things about it is having humor in the podcast and we're kind of making fun of our foibles. And uh, to the listeners out there, it's also a real relief to having two of us because it gives you time to step back while the other person asks a question or or it actually gives the, the intro and the outro is a lot easier when you can kind of banter back and forth. And I tip my hat to you, Omar, because you do it by yourself and it's a lot to take on. But Andrew, your thoughts on that? Because I'm always very happy. Yeah. We're, we're teamed up on this. It is good. You know, my dog was barking a minute ago, so I can easily mute it or vice versa because we're both dog in the office guys. <laughs> and so the conversation can keep going. We can message and say, hey, you asked the next question because there's a dog barking here or, you know, as it goes on it. It's, it's really good because we each have different things that resonate with a guest oftentimes. So sure. the types of questions the two of us ask a guest are going to come from different filters. And this is one of the fun aspects of co-hosting with someone is the two directions you actually land within a conversation versus sitting in a cafe with one, just two people at a small table talking. You bring in a third person, mm-hmm. everything's going to shift. And it happens that way in these conversations. I'm curious, just out of my own curiosity here, because I believe you guys are my only clients that are co-hosts, all the rest of my clients are singular people. What kind of, while we're on the topic of podcasts, what kind of systems have you guys worked out? Just like kind of on the fly type stuff, like you said, you message Alan whenever there's a dog barking in the room. Like what other kind of small little things have you guys worked out as a co-host when you're hosting the podcast? Well, I'll give you the simplest one is when one of us is coming off mute, that typically means the person is prepared to ask a question. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like who's going next on things. We do use the chat button back and forth. I, we 
we also, at this point in time, the body language can kind of tell things. I could kind of often read that, yes, that, that Andrew is ready to ask a question or whatever. But I would I'd recommend to folks, if you have a co-host, the really the hardest thing is we don't want to talk over each other because it gets confusing. So one of us will come off, one of us will go on on that. What do you think, Andrew? That's a great question by Omar. Yeah, I think that's one of the things we got very early on is, okay, let's mute. And that's the signal uh-huh. of what's next. And But you got to pay attention because, okay, if the other person is still muted, still muted, still muted, they're not going to be the one talking next. Oh, no, that means I better unmute and say something. So, yeah, there's, there's those little things. But, you know, the occasional text to say, hey, I can still hear that in the background. <laughs> those that's subtle what, communications. That's good. That's a good little tip. If I ever get a co-host, though, if I decide to go that way, which might be a big possibility, then I'll keep that in mind for sure. Well, and you know, Omar, the other thing that you helped us on is kind of having the cadence. You know, usually there's a particular question that I handle and there's a particular question that Andrew handles on that. But to our audience, I also think the preparation, and I know you do a lot of preparation. I've listened to your podcast. And by the way, I always tell folks, if you want to learn about search engine optimization, you had a podcast, one of the best I've ever heard. I've had people try to explain to me how to enhance that in your podcast with your guests. I learned more on that. Is having a couple of unique questions, and but not really knowing where it's going. Like Andrew and I have had podcasts that we thought it would go one way and we'd be on one topic, and it just completely goes somewhere different. And I'd love your comment, Omar. And sometimes the intellectual curiosity, I, I've listened to your podcast, it's, it's fantastic because you can go a lot of different directions. But when you've been surprised about how things go, because that's actually the fun of a podcast is you learn, but you just don't know how it's going to end up. This is a question, what, relating to SEO or is it more like... It's more about the podcast. I mean, in the sense that let's say you have a podcast that you expect to go one way it went the other way and maybe you're not incredibly pleased with it or you're overjoyed uh, how you might right. p- push have that podcast out there differently or you know in our in our existence Andrew and I've only had to re-record one podcast and sure. and that was basically because there was some technical issues and it was disjointed we're pretty happy right. about that i've never had to stop and say we've never left a podcast and said that was so bad it's unreleasable yeah i've definitely had a few of those <laughs> oh really can you share yeah yeah but more early on so than later on. But sometimes like I feel like I've gotten hoodwinked by guests coming out with these sheets and then doing research for them. We really they put some really good stuff out there content wise. And then you get on a podcast with them and you kind of dive into it and you realize a lot of the stuff they just regurgitated from other places, copy pasted, and they don't really know anything about what they're talking about. Right. So I've had moments like that. Now, I can be a bit brutal with this. I'm definitely there's some podcast hosts that are more empathetic than I am when it comes to this. There's some that are less, though. I think I've definitely had like maybe 10 episodes that I've never released in total. We'll go first the way that if it goes the way that you don't want it to go, we'll talk about that. And then I'll talk about the way the opposite side of it being overjoyous. So if it goes the way that I don't want it to go, I'll realize probably in about the first 10 to 15 minutes, uh, I won't be rude enough to cut it off completely. And I won't be rude enough to be like, oh, this is never going to be released. It might be released in snippets sometime in the future or something like that. Because even though it's 45 minutes, it won't be completely bad 45 minutes. There might be pieces in there that you could use. But usually what I find out, it's usually, I mean, it's obviously the guest, right? I remember this one. It's not always the case though. I had this one. This one was a bit crazy. Actually, I'll give you two more, two examples here. So one, I had a guest, I'm not going to say his name for privacy purposes, um, who was someone that I really admired for a long time, right? And I still do. He is a coach, like a coach slash therapist for men, right? So he's just all about like purpose and all this different stuff, right? He's a very well put together individual, very successful very intense guy, which I didn't realize until I got in a conversation with him. 
within the first five minutes, I was being psychoanalyzed on the other side. Wow. And I was being, yeah, and I was being psychoanalyzed. And because I respected the guy, I kept going further and further and telling him things. And he got like some really dark stuff out of me in the middle of the podcast. And I'm realizing this as this is going on, that I'm seeing all this stuff that I shouldn't have said. And at the end of the podcast, I'm like, damn, like I, he, this guy just gave me a whole therapy session, right? <laughs> and Luckily, it wasn't LinkedIn Live or, you know. Yeah, no, it wasn't live. live. I've, I've done those. To where yeah, like, it wasn't okay, live. Which... Watch. We're going to be edited. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, and a part of me, I was like, should I release this? It'd be the most vulnerable I've ever been on this podcast episode. It could be a huge hit. Should I not release this? And yeah, I decided not to release it. I just think it was a bit too much. And I don't think it was out of fear. I think it was more just my podcast is about business and travel. And this went through like psychoanalysis of your life and the way you live it, right? I, I don't even think my audience would want to hear that. So yeah, that was one of the episodes that was recently not released. Another one that I had was a suggestion by Illumide. It was a woman named Genevieve. And and she is like a sex therapist or a sex coach. And we started talking about some stuff and it got really raunchy on the podcast. And I just decided that's probably not the best one to release either. So I didn't release that one either. So those are well, two that, outliers. That might be your highest rated given the actual podcasting saying, world. Right? Uh, but yeah, yeah, happy you did not yeah. release it. <laughs> that's one of those things. That, you know, what are you endorsing? You know, and that's exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. This is that, yeah. yeah. I told some really intimate stories on my end too because then she started playing therapist a little bit with me and it was kind of funny. Uh, I might still release that one one day, maybe <laughs> maybe between season one and season two or something. And then, uh, but usually the outliers are we just don't mesh well. Either they're just angry people or they don't really want to be doing this or they just don't really know what they're talking about. Those are the ones that don't release. Now, on the opposite side, if you don't mind if I continue here about the joyous side, that's always a pleasant surprise, right? Like I love the way, in fact, those tend to be some of my best episodes. There was a guy, I think it was episode 40, which I always recommend to people to start off if they listen to my podcast, a guy named Bezfeed. And I found him on TikTok. Um, he's a big filmmaker. He's really good at what he does. He's been to filmmaking competitions. I think he's going to be going to uh, that one in Monaco sometime next year. And I had him on because I just liked his life philosophy from what I saw on TikTok. And we had a conversation and uh, he was doing the podcast off his phone in the middle of the woods. And when it got quiet between us, you could hear like the crickets in the background. You could hear like the ambiance, the wind running through the trees like all of that and it kind of just added to the podcast episode and we had a great conversation and it got really really deep like at a soulful level deep and this is a conversation that kind of soulful level deepness doesn't generally happen on my podcast and because i had that soulful level deepness we're talking about like people passing away and how our childhoods were like and things like that that was one of my best feedback episodes that i ever got so that was in a pleasant way so yeah, that's my two cents there. Yeah, this is just one of those times when I reflect back. I was on your podcast I, a year and a half, two years ago. It was, it was such a great time. You're a phenomenal host. Mm-hmm. And you, I reflect you. back, I was like, wow, that was a that was a good episode. You know, I like Tyo Roxon has as told by nomads, and he is a really good host as well. I just thinking back on some of the fun episodes I've been on, and that's those are yours and Tayo's are two of the ones that really stand stand out because it takes a good host. That's why I enjoy co-hosting with Alan is because he comes up with great questions. And I just sit back thinking, I wonder what the next question is going to be that Alan brings in, you know, because I love to hear these, you know, see our minds at work. And we've got so many that are coming out in the next few weeks that I'm just, I'm eager to hear again because there were such great interviews. So about your business, you have the podcast, but you have a business in producing podcasts, right? 
Right. Can you tell us that, more about yeah. that? The domain name, what your what the future looks like with that, etc. Sure, sure. So the domain name is Nomads Cast. It used to be under a branch company that I called Nomadables, which I've kind of started faring away from. It's still there as email still active, website still active, and it just directs down to Nomads Cast. It's funny, it has all has a theme of nomad, right? Yeah, the company at its base is producing podcasts and creating content. So it's like a creative hub that becomes an extension of somebody's team. And we work specifically only with podcasts podcasters and YouTubers or people that want to start podcasts, right? That's our whole niche. And if you already have a podcast or a YouTube channel, we take that podcast slash YouTube videos and turn them into pieces of content while also helping you grow both of those channels. So booking you on other podcasts pretty much comes part of working with us or booking you guests or um, doing strategy, going over analytics each week, all the writing, all the graphic design, all the video editing, all that comes into play with us. Um, along with uh, if at, at a point where you start needing sponsors, right, we start getting you sponsorships, things like that. So a lot of different aspects of being a podcaster and YouTuber we we cover within our company. And that's been going on now for about nearly four years. So you know, Omar, you and your team do a wonderful job, really do. And at the yeah. end of the podcast, we'll, we'll put things in the show notes, et cetera. Love to ask our question as we worked on the format. Omar, could you share with our audience perhaps an overlooked person, place, experience that you think others should know about? A degree of overlookedness, does it have to be? It, it no. should be, but it's something that you really want to endorse also. I mean, like for instance, what I love the fact that you helped us. I always wanted to do a podcast. And if somebody asked me this question, my answer would be, you know what? If you feel like it, you should do a podcast because I'm not a great writer uh, and I like to talk and I like to learn okay. and I like to explore. So no, it could be anything, Omar. It's your, it's your call. You know, since we both have travel podcasts, I think it's only natural for me to talk about travel here. An overlooked experience that I think not many people on this side of the world at least know about, but many on that side of the world know about, is living in a camper van in New Zealand. New Zealand, I think, is one of the most beautiful countries in the world in terms of greenery and what it's got going on and how diverse the landscapes are. And it's an island by itself. And something that a lot that's very common on that side of the world is renting out a camper van or buying a camper van for a few months and just going and traveling the entire base from the top of the North Island to the bottom of the South Island. And there's little spots everywhere on both of those islands that you can camp out. It's just made to do that, that island. And I think it's an experience everyone should have at one point, even if it's just for a week or two, uh, just to see how many crazy different places that you can see, how many different adventures you can get into, how much there is to do there, right? From hot springs to skydiving over lakes to well traverse to seeing the first sunrise in the world. That's out there. It's just insane. It's a great place to do. It's an experience that I would never trade. And I definitely think it's worth suggesting. And make sure you get some insured nomads travel insurance before you go out there just to stay safe because there's definitely lots of dangers out there too. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Omar. Absolutely. I haven't been to New Zealand yet. One of my closest friends is from there. And I think of it all the time. We have, I have oh, yeah, I've got these other friends I need to visit. They've invited me several times. Alan, I think you have, right? Nope, you haven't. Okay. No, I have not. I'm going to have to do that this year yes. in New Zealand, Australia. Australia when it opens up. So, Omar, there, there are folks that are just listening right now because they, they listen on Spotify on their phone and they're just they're not looking at show notes. They're just listening to the Audible right now. And they want to open sure. up a tab and hook up with you. 
not necessarily, I may not be connecting with you to build their own podcast, which probably others will be, but where's the one place that you'd say they should open up a tab right now and find you and how would they do that? I'll give you three options depending on how you like to converse with people. Number one, you can go on my website, www.nomadscast.com. That's N-O-M-A-D-S cast.com. And you can go to the bottom and just book a meeting with me and we can talk face to face. The second thing that I'll give you is email. So just omar at nomadscast.com. You can email me there and we'll have a conversation. Or number three, you can go on my Instagram and that would be Mr. Omar Mo. Simple. M-R-O-M-A-R-M-O and shoot me a DM there. Fantastic. Depending on what your age is, one of the one of them might appeal more than you, more to you than the others. Fantastic. And I'll I'll add a, a fourth one. You should go listen to the Nomadic Executive where you get your podcasts. It's wonderful. It's entertaining. It's enlightening on that. So thank you for joining us today, Omar. We always learn from you. To our listeners out there, we hope if you have a message, you know, podcasting is a great way of doing that. Andrew and I have also learned a lot from our guests and we continue to learn a lot from Omar. So with that, we hope you join us again at the New Nomad Podcast. We hope you keep traveling safe. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you again. Cheers. Insured Nomads proudly supports the New Nomad Podcast. Insured Nomads for the evolution of insurance, for the revolution of travel. For all your travel, medical, and support needs, please visit our website at insurednomads.com. We support our location-independent community worldwide. Thanks for tuning in to the New Nomad Podcast, where we bring together an incredible community of people and ideas that embody the nomadic spirit. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review. For more amazing tips to help you take advantage of the cross-border lifestyle, please visit us at insurednomads.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.